Hey you, I'm excited you're here. Welcome to Triumph After Trauma. I'm Caitlin, aka Katie. Designer, business owner, go-getter, and most important, human just like you. I created this podcast to provide tools and support to those of you struggling to cope with a mental illness or work through a traumatic experience. Weekly, I'll share a personal story of mine, how it affected me, resources that helped me out of that dark place, and I'll end each episode with an empowering reminder. What I want for you to know is if I can make it through really tough shit and still find ways to thrive, so can you. Let's get this started. Hello, hello. Welcome to another episode of Triumph After Trauma. I'm excited to be here. Of course, more excited to have you here. I hope you're ready for a good chat today because I would like to share with you the story of where I was two years ago, the hard season I was going through, the grief I was experiencing, the pain I was suffering, to where I am now. And believe it or not, it's kind of uh, where I was before Beachbody and where I am now two years into it type story. Today actually marks my two-year anniversary with. Now, the entire story is not going to be just my beach body journey. That is not what this episode is. And this is not a plug episode of me trying to sell beach body. None of that is happening in this episode. What I want to do is share with you simply where I was two years ago to where I am now and share some of the resources that have helped me most and still help me today. It's just that some of them I came across or learned of because of joining Beachbody, so there will be mentions of it, just putting that out there. With that being said, I hope you are cozied up, that you've got your favorite drink with you. If you're doing errands, you get your headphones in so we're one-on-one, and if you're doing chores or any cleaning at home, you are tuned in and paying attention. Let's get this conversation started. So two years ago, exactly on April 5th, 2020, I was not in a great place. And believe it or not, it didn't have a whole heck of a lot to do with the pandemic because we were only three weeks into it at that point. Yes, being kind of told to the extreme what to do, what you can't do, and being locked down sucked. But there was so much more already going on with me that really just having to be inside to be safe was the least of my freaking worries. I had lost my grandmother eight months earlier approximately, which really isn't that long given how close we were. I actually had the chance to live with her for 12 years and before that we had always lived close enough that we could just see her anytime we wanted so we saw her almost every day of our lives, my brother and I, and it was just something that I was having a hard time processing and 
obviously, unfortunately, when the pandemic hit, you couldn't really do anything in person. So actually going to therapy like I had done before for different things that I was trying to deal with wasn't an option. And I'm not going to lie. I tried things like BetterHelp, but honestly, just even trying to do it over the computer, doing it through texting, even when you do it on a video chat, it's just, it's not the same as actually seeing somebody in person. It's just not the same. Maybe for some people, it still works. It still benefited them. If so, that's great. But for me, if I'm going to do therapy, it needs to be with the toolkit that I currently use where I can just actually work through the hard questions and do the reflecting myself or I need to actually be in person with someone. I learned that. And so that was a little bit of a struggle through the pandemic trying to find ways to continue working through that grief. I was also dealing with the loss, not via death, but I had to run from a toxic ex-boyfriend. I had to deal with the loss of myself through that hard relationship. And I was still, in trying to deal with all of that, still processing the loss of an aunt in late 2017 and then months later in 2018. So, yeah, it's a lot. If you're having a hard time catching up, no worries. It's still a lot in my mind and heart too. In the span of a year and a half, I lost three people and had to find the courage to run from a narcissistic boyfriend. All while still working, doing regular life things and trying to get through college. So this pandemic hits. The friends I was used to seeing and having conversations with that I was used to going on nice walks with to just get fresh air and have a good chat. The coffee shops I used to like hanging out at for hours to do work, to just listen to podcasts while having a tea and something to eat. The hikes I liked to go on to clear my head. For a while, the beginning of the pandemic, that was a no-go. We were locked down. Doug Ford here in Ontario for the first bit was even saying don't go hiking to be safe and even when he did he said go to trails where they're less known or they're less popular so that you're not near people. It it was a mess going into 2020 and I was just hoping for a good year, a lot of healing and growth and then the pandemic got thrown on top of it. So I was not in a good place this exact day two years ago not going to lie the day that it was announced we were in a pandemic not epidemic i thought to myself okay this is where it really goes downhill like this is where i really lose control of my mental health i'm gonna need a spot in chemh or something i was actually like internally freaking out i didn't tell anybody how scared i was for my mental health but i was terrified that it would just go downhill I wouldn't be able to get a hold of it and this was really the point where it went bad again it went back down thankfully that did not happen thankfully I actually found 
tools and resources that have gotten me to the best place I have mentally been in years. You may be wondering, friend, what are these resources? What are these tools that help you? I need them. They're really easy, I promise. They're just things that I wasn't willing to do for myself or they weren't tools that I actually thought could be valuable to me. Type thing. Number one, believe it or not, is personal development. Until the pandemic hit and I joined Beachbody, I had no solid routine for personal development beyond going to therapy, actually doing like personal reflections and taking deep looks at yourself, kind of threw aside. And I didn't really understand the power of podcasts. There is a chance that I would have learned these things, learned about these things, started to take these things seriously in different ways at different times, even if I hadn't joined Beachbody. But the importance and the true benefit of personal development, I truly understood because of joining Beachbody. The team that I joined is full of a group of people who really take gratitude and personal development, being accountable for yourself, taking responsibility seriously. And that is where I happened to learn all of these things. So that is why I obviously credit Beachbody team because they are the ones to credit. What my personal development routine looks like right now is reading a book in the morning, a few pages or a full chapter of whatever personal development book it is. Right now, it is Already Enough by Lisa Oliveira, which I highly recommend. I will tag her handle in the show notes. That way you can check her out. And if you want to order the book and read it yourself, I also make sure to listen to a podcast a day, at least. I will listen to podcasts while working out, while meal prepping, cooking, all that good stuff while going on walks, while doing some design work or decor related designing for my small shop, Creative Katie Decor. Podcasts you can listen to anywhere while doing anything. And depending on what you're listening to, you can get all of the encouragement all of the empowerment, that kick in the booty you really need. And depending on whose podcast you're listening to, you can get that within 10 to 20 minutes, which to me is incredible. You just pop in your earbud, you go about doing whatever you're doing, and while you're being productive, you are getting all the empowerment, information, encouragement you need. Before doing any of that, I start my morning with a little high five in the mirror, and I say, three things that I'm grateful for. It's not expensive to do personal 
development. If you're truly taking it seriously, doing that internal work can be hard and uncomfortable, but what comes with it is amazing growth. So it's not expensive work, it's hard work, but it's that worth it kind of work too. It's hard and it can suck and it hurts, but we cannot work through tragic or traumatic experiences if we do not talk about them. If we don't let people know what we're feeling, how bad we're hurting, what we need, we're not gonna get out of the space that we're in. We're not gonna get out of that negative, hurtful, possibly dangerous place that we've got ourselves in. Whether you wanna talk about these things to a therapist, to a great support system you have, a friend's family peers, or maybe share it on social media for your community to connect with you on, relate to you about, or whether you're brave enough to share it in a blog, podcast, anything like that. Just get it out. I know how hard and uncomfortable it can be. Talking about feelings is difficult for me. But learning to do it as uncomfortable as it can be has helped me in a million ways. And it's helped me actually connect with people who are like me, who have been through things like me, who have the mindset like me, who are in positions I would like to be in, and they are my mentors. Learning to actually be open about your feelings, how you're hurting, and what your needs are at any given time can actually open up a world of possibilities for you, and it can take the weight of the world or a big chunk of that weight off your shoulders finally and this i do a lot my friend i'm not even going to deny it i am not ashamed of it when you need to cry it out it doesn't matter how long someone is gone it doesn't matter how long you were with someone. It matters what the connection was. I understand the longer you've been with someone, the harder it is to lose them or to have to leave them or to go through a divorce, anything like that. I understand the longer you're with someone, the stronger that bond is, the harder a breakup or a loss is. Not denying that at all, but I have also learned through personal experience that it's not so much about the time you spent together as far as years go. The quality of what time you get to spend together is what matters. The absolute most, in my opinion, given my personal experiences. Because real quick, before I get back to my exact point about grieving, if you are with someone and you don't have a solid foundation, you don't have a healthy foundation to build off of, then 
what life you have built, what kind of connection and bond you have is going to be completely different from someone who was with a person the exact amount of time as you say 30 years or 20 years, but they had a good, healthy start. They had a good foundation to build on. So what foundation you really build on, I guess to me, is really what matters. That is what is going to determine, regardless of how long you're with someone, what kind of bond you have, what kind of life you may build. Before I get too squirrely brained and get right off track, this is what I wanted to say about grief. Grief is a process. When you lose someone you love, when a bond is broken, you will at random times grieve the loss of that person, the loss of that bond, and it is going to happen forever. Possibly. Maybe not, but possibly. But grief is definitely something that takes a lot of time and that there is not necessarily an end to. It's not one of those things in life where there's a timeline to it, a specific way to get over it, to get past it. When I really miss someone or am sad at the loss of a great bond I thought I had with someone, when I get super overwhelmed with just not having someone here anymore, when I am super down about a milestone I have hit or a goal I've achieved and some of my biggest supporters aren't here. When all those feelings get really overwhelming or I'm just really genuinely angry that I've lost so much family at the age of 30 already and at the ways I've lost certain people. When all of those feelings just get too much I take a moment to cry it out. If I'm at work or somewhere where I need to go to another room or the bathroom, I will do that. If I'm at home, I will cry in front of my mom and brother if I need to. But if I need time alone, I will go into my room and have a meltdown all on my own. If I'm on a walk, I will find a quiet spot where no one else is or if I'm on a trail, I will stop and move off to the side and cry. I'm not ashamed to cry, whether it be on my own or in front of others. Crying is a natural thing we do, and it is actually a pretty healthy way to let feelings out without having to say anything, without necessarily having to talk about those feelings. Don't be afraid to grieve. It's part of life. And if you're grieving the loss of a person or the end of a relationship and the bond you had with someone, grieving it means you cared about that person, that relationship, that bond. And that's not- To recap, friends, if you are grieving any sort of loss, 
taking personal development seriously can truly help you. It can help change your mindset. It can help you understand certain things about yourself and it can really, really help you grow. As uncomfortable and as hard as it may be, talking about how you're feeling and what you think you need to work through those feelings is also very important. And, of course, grieving can be a lifelong journey. So when you need to cry and let out some feelings, do it. Because crying is not actually a bad thing. Before I let you all go today, I would like to share with you this quote by writer Earl Grohlman as a reminder. The only cure for grief is to grieve. I hope you know that you matter, your feelings are valid, and the things you're going through, you deserve to properly work through. Do not hide. Do not push down those feelings or push them aside. Whatever you're going through, you need to work through. You deserve to. Do not forget that. Do not forget that you matter that you deserve to get through these hard times, truly work through these rough seasons, and thrive in this life. I love you, I appreciate you, and I am so, so glad that you exist in this world with me. I cannot wait to talk to you again next week. Thank you so much for tuning in today. I hope this episode was helpful for you. If it was, tell someone about it who needs to hear this message or share it on social media and tag me at this is Katie, K-A-I-T-E-Y, so we can connect. Life is a wild journey, but we're on it together, and I'm so glad. You're never truly alone. I appreciate you, I love you, and I will talk to you soon.